Welcome to Don't Change My Life. Hi, I'm Sydney, and I don't really like life change, but we all have to deal with it. This is a podcast about changes in life, resisting them, embracing them, and ultimately asking, does anyone else relate to this? Moving and dating, graduating, new jobs, we've all been there or are going through it. Hopefully, this podcast will feel like a conversation that you're a part of between me and my friends and family, and we're just sitting across the table from each other with a coffee talking about changes in life and how to deal with them. Join me. My friend Lauren joins me to talk about moving in with her parents after college, which I also did. So we actually had a lot to discuss on that. We also talk about how we are always labeled grandmas and how being labeled a grandma might not be a bad thing. Thank you, Lauren, for joining me. I'm so excited. (laughs) Yeah, to talk about um, moving in with our parents, living with our parents, slash being old ladies, because, okay. I will say, I think peak old lady time between us two was when I came over to watch Hallmark Christmas movies with you, and we fell asleep at, like, like, we were down at, like, 8.30. It was 8.30. We didn't even get through a full movie. I know. Well, we got through one. We through a movie and a half. We got, yeah, through one full movie, and then we, like, put another one on, and I was, like, I'm so comfortable. I'm, like, out. Yeah. Yes. Also, then you, then you went upstairs and we're like, this bed is also very comfortable. Yeah. I also remember we got dinner that night at like five and we, it was like us and all the old people. <laughs> it was. It oh was my gosh. Yeah. It's amazing. I love it. Um, uh. yeah. So, okay. You moved in, you've been living with your parents for a while, but when did you move in with your parents? Because I don't so feel I moved, like I remember. I moved in after undergrad. Mm-hmm. So after we graduated from undergrad, I stayed through summer classes for grad school. And then I moved home because I live like 30 minutes from JMU. Mm-hmm. So instead of paying lots of money, A lot of money. And having to take out more in like student loans, because mm-hmm. I, I, I paid for grad school, I just talked with my parents since they had moved down here and I moved home and commuted back and forth between classes practicum and then the one class that I did it when I did our master's thesis like class and then student teaching so I spent a lot of grad school commuting yeah around different places um so this is year I guess this would be year two or like one and a half yeah yeah I mean how do you feel about commuting because I personally hate it like (laughs) but some people like it I don't know I don't mind it I don't I used to have a lot worse anxiety about being on like the highway Mm -hmm. but that's in part because I grew up in northern Virginia where there are like four-lane highways Mm -hmm. and nobody drives like the speed limit everyone drives like 15 miles over and so like as someone who was, like, learning to drive, it was very stressful. Yeah. Um, but the more I do it, like, like I commute, like, 20 minutes 
or when we were still in school, I was commuting 20 minutes to work every day. Yeah. So it wasn't too bad. Um, it's also just a nice time. Like I started when I was commuting to practicum, which was the high school across from where I work now. Mm -hmm. I would like listen to the podcast that came out after every like Washington Capitals hockey <laughs> game. And so that was like my activity. Like that's how I stayed like just alert and I woke up. And so every day when I was driving to work this past year, I was like mostly listening to podcasts. Yeah. When I go there and do food distribution. Yeah. Same. I mean, I listen to your podcast. Yes, I know. Yeah. No, but I like used to not really be in. I mean, I I used to listen to podcasts, but I feel like I've listened to so many podcasts because my living with my parents, I commute basically anywhere that to civilization, I guess. And my work commute has been like 45, 50 minutes. And so I can get through like a whole episode on one way and then on another or back. So, like, I feel like I'm plowing through stuff and, like, audiobooks and things um, just because of that long commute. And I, at first, I liked it because I felt like commute, I mean, it's like a time where you're forced to be by yourself and you can reflect and blah, blah, blah. But then I got to the point where I was like, all right, I've spent enough time by myself in this car. So, yeah, there's definitely two sides of the coin. Okay, so... You moved home after, like, undergrad graduation, and that's already a mm-hmm. big, pretty big transition. So, like, what were your emotions surrounding, like, moving out of your house that you were living in in Harrisonburg and moving home with your parents, and it's a little removed from the JMU community? Yeah, I don't know. I felt both, like, good, like, they were, like, positive emotions and some, like, just... I think anxious, like, just, like, normal anxiety. I think it's, like, it was good because I, like, did not have to have, and it's, like, you know, it's one of those, like, fortunate things of living close. I didn't have to have the extra anxiety of, like, thinking about rent and, like, doing all of that. Yeah, that's true. Which I think is, would have been really stressful on top of, like, everything, like, mm-hmm. the grad school is. Um, and it was nice because I, like, knew... Like, I knew where I was going to be. Like, I, like, this is, like, my room. Like, like I know that I don't have to worry about, like, like, we had that late night class. And I didn't get home till, I don't know about you, I didn't get home till, like, 8.30 or, like, 9 o'clock. Yeah. So, yeah, with that, like, I'm going to just insert for a minute with the late night classes because I, a few times commuted from my house to Jane, or I would go from student teaching to JMU back. And I had so much anxiety surrounding just driving at night during that time that, like, that's all I could think about when I went to class. So, anyways, yeah. No, I understand that. I definitely have, and I mean, I don't have great eyes. So, like, once it started to, like, transition to, like, where the seasons, it's, like, it gets darker earlier. Mm -hmm. And it can be really dark on, like, this stretch of, like, 81 and 64. Mm -hmm. Um, But no, like... It was nice to know that, like, I could come home at, like, 8.30 or 9. And not that the house I lived in, like, people were asleep at that time. But, like, it was nice to know I wouldn't be feeling, like, disruptive coming back. Right. In, like, into the house, especially if it was later. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, like, I could come home and I didn't necessarily have to, like, sit down and be like, oh, my God, like, 
how are you? Like, do a mm-hmm. lot of interaction. There's a lot less stress. Yeah, with that, like, with your family, like, you're kind of, yeah. you can kind of just, like, deflate a little bit, and you're more, mm-hmm. you know, comfortable. You don't have to be intentional about community or communication. Well, I mean, kind of sometimes you do, but, like, not as intentional yeah. about communication, and that's, that can be nice, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think it was also just, like, and this kind of, like, I know, like, we've definitely talked about it, and maybe this, like, goes into stuff you want to talk about later, but, like, there's also this, like, feeling of, like, loneliness Mm -hmm. and, like, kind of, like, isolation Mm -hmm. because you are living 30, like, minutes removed from everyone as opposed to when you and I lived, like, a one-minute walk. Right. Depending on that depending on that traffic light like you could hang out with like your friends yeah and so it's like trying to like figure out like when like especially since we were all in grad school when is there time to be with each other while we're not stressed or feeling like oh like this is not a good time for me like I'd love mm-hmm. to hang out with you but yeah I've got eight different things I have to do or I have to go to practicum or I have to worry about student teaching so I think that was like the biggest thing for me. It was like this feeling of like, like anxiety and isolation of being like, well, I don't want to disrupt my friends, but mm-hmm. also like, don't forget about me just because I live far away, yeah, either on the same like floor or house or like down the street from you. Right. Do you think that you were able to deal with that really well, or do you think that it just kind of like I, I'm? I will say like when I eventually moved home, I don't think I dealt with it very well, and I kind of just stayed in isolation do you think that you dealt with those feelings well or do you think that it just took a while for you to I don't know or even if it's still you know I think that there's a lot like I've felt this kind of heavy loneliness the whole time I was at my parents because it is that physical isolation yeah I mean I think that it's kind of like a 50 50 thing like I like even when I was living in Harrisonburg like there were definitely times where, like, our friends would be like, let's get together and do this. And I was just kind of, like, like being more of, like, an introvert mm-hmm. and, like, not necessarily getting super recharged by being around a lot of people all the time. I'd be like, no, I just, I can't. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to hang out with you guys, but, like, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. I just need to, like, lay lay down, mm-hmm. read a book, watch something, like, watch some Great British Bake Off. Right. On and, like, and relax. Or, like, hang out with, like, one or two people. Mm-hmm. I can't hang out with the 20 of us. Right. I felt like I was uh, always tempted to be, like, yeah, I'll hang out even if I was tired, right? Because I was just, like, I don't know when I'm going to get this chance again to hang out with all these people. But that wasn't always the best thing for me because sometimes that would, I mean, I'm I'm pretty extroverted, but it could still be draining when you're already yeah. tired from well, everything else. <laughs> There was also times where it was like, uh, I mean, you can like ask me to hang out, like, like I know like friends would hang out. It was like, you can't ask me to hang out, like, right? At least ask, like I can give you the no. So like, like, talk about that a little bit about, um, that whole thing with like, uh, I mean, being an introvert and not always wanting to hang out, but like, you still want to be included, obviously, like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and I don't, I don't know, I think it's hard, because, like, like, when people, like, our friends have hung out, like, 
it's like oh like and you'll see pictures on social media mm-hmm. and this is not trying to be like oh my gosh why didn't you include me um but it'd be like oh well, I feel like I'm good friends like with you and I'm good friends with her like I'm not like besties with this person but like we've known each other for four or five years now right yeah it's like you're, you're hanging out in Harrisonburg mm-hmm. it's like you know I like live 30 minutes away or even when we were in grad school like I was like just there yeah because we had like an afternoon class and I went home like you could ask me to just hang out a little bit longer like I think the big thing is like as someone who is an introvert it's like it never hurts to ask somebody to hang out Mm -hmm. like and I like in the same way like if I ask you like hey Sid do you want to hang out like even though you're more of an extrovert everyone reserves the right to say no right so it's like oh like I would love to hang out and but I think that you do good with those boundaries I guess right and like and it is obviously harder when like you're ex- when you can be excluded and because of like your physical location or mm-hmm. um you and then you see people hanging out and you're like you could have just easily invited me too like I might have said no but I still want to be included obviously yeah um but I think that you do a really good job with those boundaries because um it's not like I don't it's it's not the message that isn't I don't want to hang out with you it's just that my battery needs to be recharged basically so it's interesting I think it's also just like it kind of feels like when you move back home it kind of feels like you're like moving into a different stage of life as mm-hmm. opposed to still exactly feeling like you're in college so right you know, I moved home I'm not in Harrisonburg two minutes away where we can all just let's go do this or like let's go here it's well you can't ask me to go get dinner at this place. I have to have a two to three business day invitation. <laughs> I need you to like tell me the day before or like in the morning be like, right. hey, a bunch of us are thinking of like getting dinner together. Do you want to come? Sure. There's like, definitely more to- intentionality with that because yeah, it's hard to plan all that stuff. You can't really just do stuff on a whim and like I would have people be like hey let's like hang out in 30 minutes in Charlottesville and I'm like okay well that's a 30 minute drive and I'm in my pajamas so that's a no (laughs) you know and so yeah it it does it does feel isolating in that aspect because in in college you can so easily just be like hey I'm hungry let's go get ice cream or something or you can just skedaddle down to you know because we lived physically pretty close to each other our houses and so that was really easy and then it's so yeah there's a lot more intentionality and driving and whenever we've hung out it's like a week before we're like planning it out even if it's just dinner because it's just like what's your schedule you know and that yeah that's hard because it requires a lot of energy and you really have to be like so I keep saying the word intentional but like you want to hang out with this person? Okay, let's make it happen, you know? <laughs> yeah, and I think, too, like, in terms of, like, being, like, I want to hang out with you, it's, like, I think it, there's also this, like, feeling of, like, I don't know about you, but there's, like, a feeling of, like, struggling with, for me, sometimes, like, guilt. Like, when, like, our friend, like, during school, like, 
the people who were like in Harrisonburg, I would I felt guilty being like when I was like living here, like, well, would you mind like driving to mm. you know where I live? Right. Or can we meet somewhere like fifty fifty? Like so it was always just easier to be like, Oh well like I'll meet you. I one hundred percent especially Yeah. Especially initiating, like being like, I wanna hang out. Like let me make it easier on you by being like, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna make you drive. You know, I'll do all the driving. Like, you pick the time, you pick the place, I'll show up. Mm-hmm. I just wanna, like, be around a person. Seriously. Uh, it also can feel like, also just like, it, at a time it can be like a burden. It's like, well, I sure, like, wish, like, I didn't feel bad being like, will you come hang out with me instead? Right. Like, we can, like, sit in my living room and watch Hallmark movies or play Monopoly. Like, True. So like, there's nothing, there's really nothing else. I mean, I don't live anywhere as isolated as you do, but it's also like, there's not 800 things to do, like, mm-hmm. right around here. It's like, we can hang out in my house, we could yeah. go for a walk. No, I feel that. I definitely um, would, when I hung out with people, I felt like I was always like, I'll come to you. Like, that's why I drove a lot too, because I was just like, yeah, like if, if we'll go to Charlottesville, we'll do something there. Like you live there. So, you know, um, yeah, I was very much like, I live out in the middle of nowhere. Cause my parents, I mean, it's not the middle of nowhere, but it's pretty close. And so yeah, people would be like, well, I could come out there, and I'm like, no, it's okay, like, I don't want you to drive this far, and I would just kind of, you know, deal with it, and it kind of takes a toll on you, too, when you're, like, driving to other people, and, you know, yeah, no, I, was, I hate driving I was at night, because I'm an old lady. <laughs> I mean, I think that, like, there are times, like, and I think it was harder when we were, especially in school, and now that we're working, because unless it's like a weekend or it's like a day people have off you can't just be like let's meet up on like tuesday at like noon mm-hmm. like yeah. it has to be it has to be the weekend work, or it has to be on a weekend and so the weekend's a little bit easier but if you're like let's go to like pale fire and you know do this it's like okay i have to like Get there after work. I'm going to be tired. And also, we know that we go to bed early, too. And so, well, it's like... I don't go to bed early. I just lay in, lay in bed early. <laughs> no, but it's like, I require being home at 8.30 or whatever. Like, I... Because that's, like, that's what I think about during when I'm... I mean, right now, rules don't apply, I guess, because I have no schedule. But when I'm working, I'm like, well, if I have to wake up at 5.30, then I have to go to bed by this time, then I have to be home by this time. So really, I only have two hours to hang out, and then I have to drive. You know, it's just like, it is so isolating. Well, it's isolating living out in the middle of nowhere. And then it's isolating have a grandma, having a grandma schedule that is just like, look, I need to be home early. I can't go to bed at midnight. Like, the physical, like, having parents that don't live in a kind of city environment. Um... <laughs> can it kind of stinks but um yeah I mean I know when we've hung out throughout this year I definitely was always like I want to make sure we're not we're not somewhere like too far away that it's not inconvenient when you need to like it takes a lot of planning I'll say that yeah (laughs) well yeah like 
for like when I think about it, I'm like, oh, I don't mind. I really don't care. Like in a large part, where like like a lot of the time we get dinner and we hang out, like I don't care. Like there's going to be something there that, that you know you can eat. Right. So it's like, well, let me suggest these places that I know are close to close to you for a where you work, but also that you can easily get home. Right. Like the driving, I don't think. I mean, I guess it's kind of boring to just talk about driving, but, like, that was a huge part of my life, living with my parents, was driving a lot Mm -hmm. everywhere, and it took a lot of energy, and I started to really hate it, but, yeah. Okay, so what are some things that you have liked about being at home? I mean, I already said it. It was nice not to, like, worry about that, like, just, like, thinking about money. The financial aspect, yeah. The financial aspect, I think it, it it has been nice, like, not having to be worried about finances in the way that I was in college, like, with rent and, and food, even, and a lot of other things, and um, that has been really great. I think I've also had really nice support, just, like, um, I, I think that, in a way, I've gotten closer with people in my family being home in this time of life as a adult, I guess. <laughs> And so, and I've just, like, I personally dealt with a lot of mental health stuff uh, recently. And so I think it was a perfect time to be at home because I was able to have an advocate and I wasn't kind of just, like, left out in the dark. Um, And that kind of balanced out the whole, like, not being near people my age kind of thing. Yeah. I I mean, I think, like, I was, you, like, were like, oh, like, you don't have to worry about, like, food, too. And I was like, one of the things that I think I've liked is that, like, living at home, it's so, it's so grandma-y, but it just, like, I've had an opportunity to, like, just, like, cook or, like, mm-hmm. do a lot of, like, recipe trying, so, yeah, like living, like, living on my own, like, I'm not going to stray from, like, the couple of things that I was, like, comfortable making. Yeah. I could like make in small quantities because it was just me eating it mm-hmm. like like I was like oh this soup recipe or this meatloaf recipe sounds really cool to try but if I don't like it there's like you know five or six more servings of it right and I'm not like where I lived some of my roommates didn't pet were vegetarians or vegan so like I knew they wouldn't eat it mm-hmm. and I wasn't gonna be like I really didn't like this do you want to eat it yeah, it so is nice, too, when, like, you can just use your mom's ingredients and you don't have to, like, buy all the random spices or whatever, and you can really just experiment with that, yeah. Not that I did a ton well, of cooking, but, yeah. <laughs> it's been nice, too, because, like, my mom has a bunch of cookbooks, and yeah. I got, like, a cookbook at our, like, book, or, you know, the school, the school book sale, nice. the book sale this year, and it was super exciting because, like, We've gone through it, and we've tried a couple of recipes, and they've been great. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also nice, too, like, not that I wouldn't have tried it living in Harrisonburg, but we've definitely done a lot of, like, crock-pot, like, slow cooker. Yeah, meals. yeah. And because my, like, mom works from home, like, I can be like, Mom, I'm going to start this. I'm going to go to work. Could you just stir it at, like, lunchtime or do this? And I don't have to worry about, like, it being unsupervised. It is in, nice, like, yeah. In old house, right? In Harrisonburg, yeah. And you have like um, your mom, your mom's like wisdom about cooking too. Like it is nice to ask about, you know, and mom in general. I mean, <laughs> my mom 
mom doesn't cook. I haven't heard anything about your mother's cooking, but a mother in general. My dad is the chef in our family. Okay, well, you can ask your dad then. Like, you have somebody else you can kind of ask about cooking and stuff. And, it yeah, it is nice to have that kind of feeling of support. I mean, not to say that you don't also butt. I mean, I definitely butted heads with my parents just because it's like now you're kind of an adult and you have a job and it's different. It's like a different aspect of like, I'm in my parents' house, they're paying for a lot of things, but also I have a job. Like, there's just a lot of different things that weren't applicable when you were in college. I don't know if you've experienced that, but. I mean, in part, yeah, but like, like you mentioned, I feel like it has made me feel like closer with my parents in mm-hmm. terms of things. So like, I, I mean, I've definitely had some like, it hasn't been as bad as it was in grad school, but like definitely like high like times of like anxiety and mm-hmm. just like pure like emotion. And like, I just like remember like I came home one day, I think it was from student teaching and I just like cried to my mom and like just cried and she just let me cry mm-hmm. um, and it like it wasn't like you know like I feel like if I had been live, still living like with roommates in Harrisonburg it would have just felt like in part like embarrassing like, or like an like, like they were obligated to say something or something yeah. yeah and I wouldn't want to make them feel that way but also like I, I guess I'm just like a really private person in terms of like emotion like I don't want like I'd rather keep like you know I'm a, I try to generally be, like, a happy, like, positive person. I don't want other people to, like, know when I'm, like, super upset. Right. Um, well, and I think that I'm we tend do that to... do in private. Yeah, I think that we tend to, like, let the people that are closest to us know about our anxieties, and we let them into mm-hmm. that. And that emotion, because, yeah, like, I won't... I mean, there are many times that I cried in college, like, in yeah. private, and then no one knew... But I have cried in front of my mom so many times in the past year just because I'm close to her and, you know, she doesn't, she's just been a good advocate and especially with anxiety and your head is spinning, it's just a good person to just like let it all out to and then you feel so much better and that's been such a good thing for this year for especially just kind of having a change in how I view mental health and having this newfound anxiety in me that I'm like, how do I deal with this? It is really nice having, like, a mom who cares about you that is close by. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I definitely, like, I mean, we've talked, like, I've definitely, like, like, I had, like, a doctor's appointment, um, like, two weeks ago, and I was, like, nervous to go to it. Like, I didn't, like, know what they were gonna do and it was just yeah. like, I'm, I'm, I'm nervous yeah and I think like if I had been living like in Harrisonburg like I definitely would not have asked but like being or like living somewhere else but like being at home and then in part like obviously we're all in like we're st- staying at home and self-isolating mm-hmm. to keep other people healthy like I looked at my mom and I was like will you just will you come with me mm-hmm. and she did she, she said she didn't come in because she wasn't allowed to come in but like she sat in the car for an hour and a half yeah in the doctor's office and that was like nice because I was like I don't know how I'm gonna feel when I come out like yeah I could have been like really like 
I'm fine. Right. Um, but, like, you know, I didn't know how I was going to feel. And so it was just nice to know that, like, I could, like, go to my mom and be like, will you just come with me, please? Yeah. Um, and, I mean, she can say no. Yeah. But, but it is nice. I know that you've got that person. Yeah. I think that, like, sometimes I have these, like, fears or anxiety that I feel like if I told a friend, they'd be like, why are you scared of that or why are you anxious about this right but I when I tell my mom I mean it's also because we kind of deal with the same thing so she's just like pretty understandable or understanding of how I feel and like even if it seems ridiculous I feel like she's very supportive um especially in that like when you're anxious about different things yeah well I think like when you're with your parents like it's also easier like they know your mannerisms they know I mean yeah they, they watched you grow up and so like I'm not afraid of the dark anymore but that doesn't mean that I still don't like just like there are days that I like I just need like a hug from my mom right yeah and, so I don't know it's also I mean and we joked about this before like at, at some point like being at home like I feel like the only difference between now and when I would say in high school is that instead of playing like uno with my parents at 14 and drinking a sprite like i get to have a glass of wine so yeah it's like i'm so glad so much has changed nothing has really changed we play every night or we play board games i'm 24 but that's what makes me happy I may as well be right. 12. I know. I think that my old ladyness has come from my mother um, because we'll still watch, like, Jane Austen movies and, you know, it's, yeah, it's well, go to bed early. Like, my mom always is like, I'm going to turn into a pumpkin at 8 p.m. Because it's like, that's, my mom. that's when it's like, all right, it's my time to go to bed, like, get into bed, you know. Yeah, so. I mean, I, I mean, my mom and I, like, living at home, other than just re- reinforcing that at, in some ways I'm a 64-year-old lady trapped in a 24-year-old body. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like, you know, we were watching Downton Abbey. Yeah. I never thought I would watch it. Um, but my grandma, my mom's mom, was like, you have to watch the show. It's so good. No. And my mom and I, like, binge-watched a season. Yes. My mom and like I two have like two done days. that already. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's like, so easy. Well, Downton Abbey is just easy to binge-watch in the first place. But, yeah. Oh, it's, it's, I mean, granted, my mom and I sit there. And I and I know more about the show than she does because mm-hmm. um, other friends had watched it and it like was so popular like you couldn't help but like learn certain things that had happened mm-hmm. in the show while it was airing. Like we're just like yelling at the TV. I'm like, Thomas, yes. you're such a jerk. I or, know. Like, I don't like you. Yeah, same. It's like we're. It's almost like a reality show when you're watching it because it's so soapy and stuff, and it's just. <laughs> well, like so. On one end, we have that right. Mm-hmm. Like my mom, like my mom and I are watching Downton Abbey, and like she, you know, she watches every other like trash reality TLC show. <laughs> and on the other end, you have like my sister, who's 21, myself, and my mom like sit down and we watch RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> I feel like that's, like, a totally 
different end of a the different, spectrum. Mm-hmm. Like I could not see my my grandma's watching that show. Like I love them. As long as you watch it. <laughs> I I'm just mostly entertained. Right. Yeah. I'm just like how. Like, so what are some of your old lady tendencies, I suppose? <laughs> besides eating at five o'clock. Besides eating super early and waking up super early. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't, I, it's kind of hard because, so I, one of the coworkers that I worked with this past year, I love her. She's awesome. She was a really good mentor. I like told her, and this was a couple, I think a couple weeks before everyone went into quarantine. I was like, oh yeah, this weekend I think I'm going to like, maybe like read a book or like, it was some like very like mundane. Right. I'm going like... to make like cookies, like mundane activity. She looked at me and she goes, how old are you? I was like 24. She yeah. was like, you sound 64. She's like, go to a party. And I was like. Honestly, like, there was one Friday where I had just gotten a laminator, and I was like, yeah, I think I'm just going to go home and drink a glass of wine and laminate a bunch of stuff. And one of my, like, old coworkers like, was like, to me. you have fun with that. <laughs> it was that great. great. It was great. Um, like, yeah. There's just something nice about, like, doing things that are truly relaxing. Reading a book drinking some I like to drink tea and sometimes just watch a relaxing Jane Austen movie and just yeah like hang out in my bathrobe during the weekend I don't know it's just relaxing it's it lowers my heart rate it's good you know I mean I definitely like I've always been a reader so like being like oh I'm just gonna like read over the weekend Mm -hmm. like they're like I think that's exciting. Like, I don't care. Like, if if other people at twenty, like in their twenties, are like, oh my gosh, like, go to like a brewery. It's like, but there are people <laughs> there, and um, I'd rather just like hang out and like relax at my house with mm-hmm. my like with my dogs and play cards with my parents. Um, yeah, and I think that's the thing. Like, I like I definitely like me thinking about the fact that I'm like. I should, like, try to learn to, like, crochet or knit again during quarantine. Definitely, like, a more, like, love you, Katie, but, like, more of a grandma-y thing. Yeah. But meaning, like, I'm just going to, like, read a book, like, why is that necessarily something that's grandma-y? Like, all we, like, tell our students to do is, like, make sure you're reading, like, read, read, read. So it's, like, is it really a grandma thing or is it more of a, like, I'm just young in the young at young at heart. Right. Um, it is interesting because like I'll tell somebody like oh because I really like watching nature documentaries, and people are like grandma. I think that just is maybe like code word for you like to do mundane things. I don't know because it's like sometimes I, mean, I wake up and I like to listen to watch a David Attenborough documentary. Sue me, like. <laughs> I mean, I just like there are like I love to watch like historical documentaries mostly on like like ancient Egypt or like mm-hmm. the Titanic or like ship like it sounds so weird like my niche is like my history degree is like just so well put to use like I have such like niche things of history that I enjoy so it's like all those documentaries about finding like 
ships that have sunk or other things that have sunk. I'm like, this is so cool. Yeah. This is why I, this is why I need to go back to school and get other degrees. But yeah, I find that ex- like that's really exciting to me. Like, I find like my brother and I watch Expedition Unknown together, mm-hmm. and even though like most of the time he never finds anything, it's like super exciting. Like in like one part, it's like oh my gosh, like, look at all this, like, cool historical stuff, look at what they're finding, look at the adventure, and then it's, like, you're hanging out with, like, your sibling, and I'm, like, I'm sure other people would find that very boring on a Friday or a Saturday. You know, honestly, my perfect day, well, I have many perfect days, but my perfect, like, I guess, stay in kind of day is, like, a rainy day where I can, like, be in my bathrobe all day and read a book and take a nap and drink some good tea. Like that sounds amazing. Any day, any time of the year. Yeah. Um, I mean, I I think that sounds great. Definitely like throw in maybe like a glass of wine and like a dog. Yeah. 100%. Let's cuddle it up with a dog. Yeah. Or like having like one or two friends over and it's like, let's like just watch a movie. Make dinner, watch a movie, play, yeah. like, play some games. Like, yeah. that sounds great to me. That's yeah. like a perfect day. As opposed to, like, other 20-year-olds who are like, let's go do all of these things. And I'm like, no. Like, I oh. like doing things, but sometimes when I hang out with people, I'm like, I could go for a nap right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, you know. <laughs> um, Yeah, I feel like being in college, like, I kind of was half and half where I was like, I did want to go out and do things, and I did go out and do things, but then I also liked just chilling and, like, watching the Great British Baking Show, which is such a relaxing show to watch, and I'm actually re-watching it right now. I think I'm on, like, the third season, um, but I just love it. The soggy bottom and everything, it's just so, it's not, like, overstimulating, and it's just, everyone's nice, and it just puts me in a good place, and so, Yeah. Honestly, I think that's probably, like, you mentioning that, I think that's one of, like, the biggest things. Like, if I had to say, like, I, like, miss living in, like, a house. Like, because, like, you, I lived in a house with mm-hmm. seven or eight other other girls. That's the thing I miss the most. We used to, like, a bunch of us would come home after crew on Thursday nights, and sometimes you would come over, and we would, like, play in one of our housemates' beds. And who knows what we were pulling it up on. We were, we would watch, like, and it was such a great, it wasn't Netflix. We would watch, like, Great British Bake Off. And it was, like, so exciting. We got very into it. We did not like certain bakers. We wanted other bakers to win. Yeah. And we were very confused about some flavor combinations. That's literally, like, my mom and I watch it. And, like, um, first of all, like, we usually fall asleep during it, so we have to go back and rewatch it. But um, we'll be like, we love this person, we don't like this person, even though we know who's gonna win. And then we're like, that's a weird flavor combination, or like, I wouldn't want to have that, but that looks good. And like, you just—it's <laughs> just such a fun show to watch. Well, I mean, like my like both my grandmas have you know come up here, and I'll be like, do you want to watch Great British Bake Off with me? And they're like, sure. <laughs> I know. So that so it's a grandma activity. I guess that's like what it is. I don't know. Like, I think like, I don't know. I just think when I think that like, oh, you're such a like grandma. Maybe does you just like more mundane things, or like, you you're just not necessarily. You don't want to necessarily do 
all of these things that are like termed as like do things to do in your 20s or like yeah it's, like, I know well even with like shows that I like to watch I think I like to watch more like shows that put me in a good place and make me happy and things like the Great British Baking Show do that or Downton Abbey as opposed to like I'm not really into like scary things or like crazy crime stuff because then I get paranoid and I'm just like you know what I want to watch something that is low-key and happy and if that makes me labeled as a grandmother so be it you know I think I've always been labeled as a grandma because I've always liked things that I guess are mundane I don't know and I've also owned a bunch of cardigans in my lifetime so you know, you it is what it is. You a good cardigan. <laughs> Actually, the mug I'm drinking out of right now is this one that Katie gave me. I love grandma. <laughs> I guess it's the only, like, maybe, like, grandma thing that I have not... I just I can't do it. Like, I've tried tea before, and maybe I need to try again. And like Maybe work your way up. Time. Like, get, like, a chai tea latte. Those are good. I just, like, I haven't found that I like tea. I think that it, it tastes just, it's mostly, like, kind of, like, hot, like, water. And it's kind of bitter and a little I, bit. I just, like, haven't found one that I like yet. And I, like, think that they would be beneficial, especially in terms of, like, helping me sleep. Extra sleepy time. Extra can, sleepy time. I, I will, uh, actually, there's a, I have a coworker. He drinks extra sleepy time at work, and I'm very confused by that because I drink that, and I'm, like, down for the count. <laughs> So <laughs> um, we definitely had sleepy time in our teacher's lounge. Um, uh, but thank you, Lauren, for joining me to talk about living at home and how it kind of has turned us into old ladies, but it's fine. Well, thank you. Like, thank you for letting me come on and just like ramble and tangent like all of our conversations. I know. Of conversations that we have at Panera at 5 p.m. with all the old people. <laughs> As always, thanks for listening. I hope you learned something. Maybe it's relatable. If not, I hope you were entertained. Have a good week.